Hi, welcome to the Refuge House broadcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us today. Here at the Refuge House, we help people discover their God-given uniqueness through the teaching of God's word so that they can be empowered to make a difference and impact the world for Christ. So here's what you need to do. We need you to grab your Bible, your notebook, your pens, and then get ready for a powerful message and see what God is going to do. I believe there are people in your life that probably need this message. So go ahead and share this to them and invite them to be a part of what God is doing today. Thank you and enjoy this week's message. Selfish kind of love. The love that puts me first before others. And that's not how the God kind of, that's a corrupt version of love. I know it looks tender. Most of the love you watch on televisions are natural love, natural love, and that love is corrupt. I want you to get out of your seat. Go to like three people. Say, God wants you to know you are loved of him. Leave your seat. Go to three people. When you say, can you put some love attitude to it so somebody will know that you are serious? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. All right, let's, let's have our seat. Glory be to God. Amen. I said amen. amen. Everybody stand up. Stand up. Do like this. Do like this. I learned this from Bakari. Do like this. <clears throat> Do like this. <clears throat> Do it three times. Now, anybody that is close to you that is sleeping, you, you, you have my pen, you slap the person. That's bam. Is that clear? Is it clear? You are permitted. Once you hear bam, we say, we'll do it like this. Okay, no problem. All right, please have your seat. Amen. You can't be sleeping in the morning church. Now, what's the meaning of that one? Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay. So, can, can I say this? All the disappointment and hurts that you and I have had was secured operating in natural human love. That's why it's not perfect. The, the Greek word for natural human love is called phileo. It's a natural kind of love. It's selfish. It cares, but no matter how caring natural love is, it is still selfish. Let, let, let me phrase it for you. It is caringly selfish. Natural love. It's true. So God introduces love back to humanity through Christ to upgrade us from operating with natural. Do you know the reason why many of us struggle and we have issues with people is because we're trying to function with natural love. When a man beats his wife, that man is not operating in the love of God. He's operating in natural love. Because natural love is selfish. You're beating her because maybe there's something she said or did that you didn't like. Or maybe a woman is insulting the husband. Why is he insulting the man? It's natural love. Because you have some expectations that were not being met, and you feel the man is a disappointment. Forgetting that natural love can never give you perfection. You are looking, it's strange that we know we are not perfect, but yet we want perfection from people. Is that not true? Have you noticed that? We, we're not perfect. We're not flawless. We make mistakes. But we want people to love us without mistake. It's not possible now. You can't do that on the level of natural love. So Satan capitalizes on that to introduce offense into your life. Because he knows we are not perfect and we expect perfection from other people and, and when they don't give it to us, we feel offended. That's what the works of the flesh target our love life. And can I say this, write this down, you can never be complete without love. As a matter of fact, God said in 1 John chapter 4 that there is no fear in love. Is that not so? 
What does that tell you? That means there is fear outside of love. Some of the fears some of you have is because you don't understand the love of God. The most secured factor that can keep you whole and healthy is operating in the love of God. When you allow the love of God to be downloaded into your family relationship, your interpersonal relationship, your work relationship, you choose to function by the love of God. That's the only time you can bring an end to disappointment. As long as you run natural love by anything, you're going to be disappointed, you're going to be hurt. But when you run divine love, even when our imperfection tries to come in, there is a provision in divine love to address it. Provisions like forgive. Is that not true? Tolerate, forbear. Right. So the love of God is God's solution to the human relationship crisis. Say that when we say the love of God, say it everybody. Say the love of God is the solution to the human relationship crisis. And say it again. Say the love of God is the solution to the human relationship crisis. Every challenge, either from the parental point of view, family point of view, you feel your uncle did not care, even though he's not the one that gave birth to you. Your father did not do anything. Your mother did not do anything. You're not blaming your uncle. So don't mind him. When he was a commissioner, he didn't do anything in the first place. You are not the one that made him commissioner. So what's your problem? But, but you know, he's supposed to care. So he's supposed to care as a family, but he has other interests that are on, in, on top of him. Natural love. See, that's why many of us get offended when we come to church. Because we're not operating by God's love. We're operating by natural love. And expectations of natural love will always default. To always default. We'll make mistakes. But you see, natural love says, I will not love you again because you made a mistake. But divine love says, I will even love you more. Even when you made a mistake. Because divine love always gives an opportunity or a chance. We need to switch. Somebody say switch. Look at that, your husband. Love him with the love of God, not with natural love. If you go natural love, you may not like his height. You may not like his size. You may not like something. See, they verse me. It's because you're operating with natural love. When you operate with the love of God, you will love him. Do you understand what I mean? Even when he makes mistakes, you will just look at him from love. You will pray for him. You will pray for him, commit him to the hand of the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of God will use his mistake as a raw material, bam, to produce character inside him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But when you go with natural love, bam, natural love likes to get back. It's eye for an eye, tooth for what? A tooth. Natural love has no talents for inadequacies. It gets irritated very easily. Natural love is very jealous. Very, it's very selfish and it's very self-centered. Natural love is always trying to hurt those who hurt them. Natural love is trying to get back at those who get back at them. That's natural love. That's the corrupt love that is in the world. That's why Jesus came and brought divine love as the only solution to the human relationship crisis. I don't care how they glorified natural love. You know one of the things the world tries to make you know that once you marry a very fine person, all your problem is solved. Is that true? You watch, some of you watch Telemundo, don't you? Everybody is perfect, size-wise. The women are all fine. All the men are fine. Yet, they have problems. Is that not true? Some people marry fine wife not because they love the woman, but the woman fits the status of a signboard. They, I don't know. They get some kind of sick satisfaction when they say, my wife is fine. What does that mean? I don't know. 
They may be beating the woman in the house, but they will not. They will beat every part of the man, but they will leave the face so that when people look at the face, everything is fine. But from the neck down, they've punched everything. The woman is not what they used to do um, uh, punching by WWE. But any small thing, boom. You should be ashamed of yourself. Come and say, thank God I'm born again. Say it out. Say, thank God I'm born again. When you are born again, you can overcome the imperfection of natural love. When your wife or your whatever is trying to go natural on you, you overcome it with the love of God. Say amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When, when, when he's expecting or she's expecting you to get back at him or her, you overcome it with the love of God. That's what Christ's love is all about. Okay, so we, we've laid that. For, today I'm going to look at a dimension of the nature of Christ's love. Write this down. Say the nature of Christ's love. The nature of Christ's love. Then we're now going to look at the listing of the works of the flesh under offense. Why, why I'm sharing these basic principles about the love of God is so that you can understand why Satan wants to stop you and I from operating by the love of God. There are some of us that are sitting here. We have anger, unresolved anger. Anger because of the way our father treated us. Anger because our father didn't train us. Anger because they didn't spend money. And see, when you operate with natural love, you will almost kill yourself with anger. But when you operate by the love of God, it doesn't matter who did not do what they were supposed to do. The love of God can make up for you. Is that not true? You don't blame anybody. You don't keep blaming, even not because of the way I come from, even not because of the village I come from, even my village is not even in the map, even not because of the things that I went through. Just leave it. Come into the love of God. When you come into the love of God, your past won't matter anymore. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the Bible says, keep yourself in the midst of, a, of the challenging time you and I have. Keep yourself where? In the love of God. That's the only way to deflate and nullify the assault of offense. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. All this, you are always, there are some people, they are always in fight mode. They are defense. You can't have a sane conversation with them. Once you try to explain some things or you have any differences of opinion, they perceive it as a threat. Even if you have an observation, they, I don't think they say, no, no, no. They, they come back. They want to fight. They are in fight mode. You, have you seen people like that? Don't take me for granted. Don't think I'm stupid. Who is, who is telling you all those things? Things are not get sense. No, it's, it's you. It's your dysfunction that is lying to you through the devil. When you are loved, you are secured. Because God is your cover. God is your defense. You don't fear the risk of being... Listen, everybody look at me. I want to say something. Everybody look at me. When you understand, everybody look at me. Remove your eye from what you are writing. Put your eyes on me. I want to say this because I want you to get it. Because your focus affects... Has a lot to do with your eyes. All right? Or you, say you want to write something, and, but if you don't look at what you're hearing, chances that you won't get up to 60% of what I'm saying. What I want to say is this. Until you understand the love of God and embrace God's love in your heart, you will not be able to handle the dysfunction and the weakness of other people. You won't. Until you understand and embrace God's love. You will not be able to handle the risk of being misunderstood. There are some of you. Once you hear that they say something or something or something about you. You cannot stand being misunderstood. You can't. You rush in to do damage control. 
That's why you are the way you are. Jesus was one of the most misunderstood, but yet loved. He was not busy defending himself. The father was the one that defended him. When you understand the love of God and you are secured in it, you will know that the greatest defender of a man is God's love. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But when you don't pray by God's love, you're always trying to prove a point. You're always trying to make a point. You're always trying to say something. You will not even learn with humility. Because you feel that just because they, they mentioned that some things are not being done properly, you see that as an indictment and a judgment on who you are. When it's simply an opportunity for improvement at what you're doing. But when you don't understand the love of God, everything to you is fight. Hallelujah. All right, so everybody say the nature of Christ. Say the nature of Christ. All right, so we're going to look at the nature of Christ. The nature of, the word nature, write this down quickly. The nature of Christ. Quickly, quickly, nature simply means the particular combination of qualities, a particular combination of qualities belonging to a person, animal, thing. Nature means the particular combination of qualities belonging to a person, hallelujah, animal, thing, or class. Nature is the particular combination of qualities belonging to a person, animal, thing, or class. By birth, people acquire nature by birth. So when, when you're born, there's a part of you, the father that shows up in the children is a part of the mother that what? Shows up on the children. So there's a way the child will behave, you're behaving like your father, or you the person will behave, you're behaving like your mother, because that's the way God designed it. God imparts nature through birth, all right? When we got born again, God gave us his nature. Is that not true? Yeah, eternal life is the nature of God, all right? So when we got born again, God imparted his nature to us through salvation. Say amen. So we have spiritual nature, we have natural nature. There are natural natures acquired from our biology, spiritual nature acquired from Jesus. Hallelujah. When you got born again, you received the nature of Satan was taken out and you got the nature of God. You were born again with the nature of Christ. But in the natural, there are certain biological things you picked up, all right, from your parents by birth. Your looks, there are some looks, your eyes, your certain particular biological features that shows that you were born from your father or your mother. The only problem is that when a child is born and it doesn't look like the father and the mother, we should pray. All right. Okay, so people can get it by birth. They can get it by origin or by constitution. Okay, good. Now, write this down. Nature simply means in inbuilt character. Inbuilt character. So the nature of the thing has to do with the character of the thing. When we use the word character, it means the nature advertises itself through the character of the person. When a person behaves in a particular way, you can detect what nature is working in that person. Is that clear? That's very simple. Okay, so let's continue. Write this down. Christ is our nature. Say that with me. Say Christ is our nature. Alright, so when we use the word, there are, there are, there, there's a truth you need to understand about the nature. The nature of a thing will determine the reality of the thing. Is that not true? It's in the nature of an animal to be an animal, true or false. You agree with that? Why is in the nature of a human being to be a human being? When you start behaving against nature, that is corruption. 
It's in the nature, biologically speaking, for a man to behave like a man. True of us. Answer me now. True of us. True of us. There are certain gesticulation. Are you listening to me? There are certain courage. To begin with, the physiology of the, the female look is different from the man's look because of nature. The way God designed it. The way a woman looks, it's different from the way a man looks. The physiology of a woman, the biological functions of the woman is different from the man because nature defined, God defined that through nature. And, and biologically speaking, the man is built to be stronger biologically than the woman. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Bio, not better. Stronger doesn't mean you are better. Okay? So not because you are stronger, you are better. No. Stronger means because of the function of your nature, your look, and the things God wants you to achieve. He designed the physiology to be different. But we know Satan wants to attack that because nature is very powerful. He wants to lie to people that they should rebel against their nature. So women are not behaving like men, and men are not behaving like what? Like women. And it doesn't work. Because if you go against your nature, you will introduce a crisis to yourself. No matter how much you try to normalize the crisis, you will always be in crisis. Slap anybody that is sleeping around you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No matter if you go against your nature, you will introduce what? Crisis. What did I say? What did I say? One more time. What did I say? You introduce a crisis into your life. Why? Because your nature is your reality. When I use the word reality, how many of you, maybe you did biology, I don't know what they call it now. There's a name they... We, we called it biology during our time. I was in secondary school in the 80s. That was when I, I finished my secondary school in 1988. That's some time ago. Now, when, one of the things they taught me about biology is what they call natural habitat. You know what they call natural habitat? The natural habitat of a thing is the normal environment of the thing. Like, for instance, the natural habitat of a fish is where? Very good. You can clap for yourself. You went to school very well. Clap, 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 clap. Very good. Natural habitat. What is the natural habitat of, uh, of a bird? Make sure you watch the person that is sleeping. You just give the person one slack. Pa. All right? Both in front and back. What is the natural habitat of a bird? Eh? Where? So, so, somebody say tree. What is the natural habitat of a bird? It's a combination of both tree and air. Okay? The atmosphere. But, but the day you see a bed in a room at Palo, what will you call that one? Africa will say it's witch. Abi? It's not normal. It's not normal. When you see, or you just entered your house and you saw your dog sitting in your living room watching television with a remote, doesn't make sense. I've seen people, especially in the West, they try to normalize a dog. A dog. They will wear the dog clothes with shoe, some with canvas and shade. No matter how you try to normalize a dog to look like a human, a dog is a dog. That's the nature. Because the nature of a thing defines what? The reality. It also defines the natural habitat of it. When we use the word natural habitat, we're talking about the experience. There are three things. Write this down. When we use the word reality, there are three things that come to mind. Quickly, quickly, quickly. When we use the word reality, there are three things that come to mind. Number one, write it down. Everybody say truth. Yeah. When we use the word reality, every reality has its truth. There are truths about anima that makes them anima. 
And in that regard, they can never be human beings. True or false? A dog is a dog. Is that not true? Eh? If you try to make the dog look like a person, does that make the dog a person? No. The reality is that the truth is that a dog is a dog and it can never be a person. In the West, they have, the call, they have what they call uh, natural rights of animals. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They will send people to jail for flogging a dog. They will send people to jail. They call it animal cruelty. Like the way we eat chicken now. I don't know. How do they even do their chicken over there? I don't even know. Because you have to kill it to eat it. Is that not so? There are some animals God placed as food for us. But over there, some people in a bit to rebel against that, some, some claim it's for health reason, but some of them feel that they, there's animal cruelty. You're not supposed to kill animal. So they, they now created what they call vegan. You know, I'm not saying all vegans do that, but some of them who do vegan, they feel that the way they treat animals, like you see the way they go and slaughter cow. When you put them, they tie their hands and the leg. When they see, some of them will start crying. They start crying for the cow. That what you are doing to the cow is animal cruelty. Yet, when you prepare the meat, they will eat it. So, the reality of a thing defined is truth. You agree with that? Yeah, a dog is a dog. An animal is an animal. A man is what? A man. The reality of a thing defines is truth. Number two, write this down. The reality of a thing also determines its perception. Everybody say perception. Perception has to do with the way you think. The way you see things. The entire system of your thinking and your belief system. It's your perception. Your nature will inform the way you function. I hope you know that. Hello? A dog thinks like a, a dog. A dog thinks like, and because it thinks like a dog, what does it do? It functions as a dog. Is that not true? It, that, that's perception. It, trying to get a dog, you can teach some, some manners to the dog. Maybe when you call his name, he will hear. There's a part of him that responds to a name. He will hear, no problem. But a dog primarily is a dog. When you put him among dogs, they have a way of getting used to each other. Even if they get angry with each other, after a while, they will become friends. Is that not true? Because in the dog. So the third thing a reality does, write this down, a reality also determines experiences. 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 So the reality of a thing or a person determines its truth. It determines its what? Is what? Perception. Very good. How he thinks and functions. It also determines his what? His experiences. So Christ is what? Our nature. Say with me. Say Christ is my nature. Say that boldly. Say Christ is my nature. So if Christ is my nature, Christ is what? My reality. Tap anybody that is sleeping. I know what I'm talking about. I will start pointing now. Say, Christ is my reality. If Christ is my nature, that means Christ is my reality. And if Christ is my reality, what does that tell me? Those three things about reality. That means Christ is my truth. Christ is my 
perception and Christ is my experience. So if I want to determine what kind of experiences I should have, who do I look at? Jesus. If I want to determine the truth that should run my life, who should I look at? Christ. If I want to determine the perception by which I function by, who should I look at? Christ. Why? Because Christ is what? My reality. Say that with me. Say Christ is my reality. Say it three times. Say it three times. Say it three times. Say it one more time. Christ is my reality. So Christ is my truth. Christ is my perception. Christ is what? My experience. Now, hear this, hear this. Christ defines all that for me. So when we walk in offense, we are walking against our nature. Do you understand that? When we walk in offense, what are we walking against? We're walking against our nature. When we walk in offense, one of the aspects of our nature that is affected is our faith. Write this down. Faith is part of your nature. Did you hear what I said? Say that when we say faith is part of my nature. Everybody say it. Come on. One more time. Say faith is part of my nature. How do I know that? Romans 12, 3 says, God has given to every man the measure of faith. Second Peter chapter 1 says it very clear that we have obtained like precious faith through Jesus who is our righteousness and our savior. Is that not true? So the day you got born again, one of the things that came with the nature of God that you received is faith. So faith is part of your nature. So when we say faith is part of my nature. Now when I walk in offense, I go against my nature. So walking in offense affects an aspect of your nature known as your faith. And the thing about your faith is that your faith is what enables you to function as a believer. He says, without faith, it is impossible to do what? To please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he what? That he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So when your faith is affected, your nature has been affected. All right? Galatians 5, verse 6. Everybody, quickly go there. Galatians 5, 6. Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 6. Galatians 5 and verse number 6. Blow blesco tria seseco bradea. Now, there's a, a word you're going to see in the New Testament, which I believe many of you must have been noticing. But let me explain that to you. Hallelujah. Galatians 5, 6. Are we there? Are we there? Galatians 5, 6. What does it say? Want to go? For in Christ. That word in Christ is referring to our nature. Say that. Say my nature. And when we say our nature, what do we say? Our reality. Is that not true? Huh? So when you see the word in Christ, it's referring to what? Our nature. It is also referring to our reality. So by default, it's referring to our truth, our perception, and our experiences. Is that very clear? Very good. So when you read in Christ, it's about to tell you something about your truth. It's about to tell you something that you control your perception. It's about to tell you something that you determine your experience. Is that clear? Did you get what I just said? Anytime you see the word in Christ in scripture, what it simply means is that it's referring to your nature. 
or your reality. And because it's your reality, it determines your truth, your perception, and your what? Your experiences. Am I making any sense? So let's look at what the Bible says in Galatians 5, 6. Are you there? What did he say? Number one, he says, For in Christ, which is our nature, Jesus, there is neither circumcision nor uncircumcision. Because this was one of the contentious issues during the time of Paul when he brought the message of the gospel. People were still operating with the old covenant in mind. And one of the things about the old covenant was circumcision. That if you weren't circumcised, you were not regarded as a child of God. You were not even saved. Some of them were even preaching that to be saved, you have to be circumcised. No! Circumcision, then under the old covenant, had certain function with the covenant. But, but in the New Testament, it's just purely biological. Are you hearing what I'm saying? For the male, I'm not talking about the male. The female, no. <laughs> that one is another matter. Anyway, so, neither circumcision nor circumcision avails anything. In other words, it doesn't matter. But faith, working what? Through love or by love. So how does faith work? Through love. So your nature is the foundation of everything in your life. And that nature is Christ. Are you paying attention to this? Listen to me carefully. If my nature is Christ and my nature defines my reality, then that means my nature determines my truth, my perception, and my what? My experiences. So he said in Christ, faith only works by love. So if I do not walk in love, my faith will not function. And the devil understands that very Because if you are believing God and you are walking in unforgiveness, your faith will not work. What did I say? It won't work. If you are in unforgiveness, what will happen to your faith? It will not work. Your prayers are not going. God says, if you don't forgive your brother, it's ought me. You are also found wanting in my sight. Forgiveness is reciprocal. So if you walk in offense, your faith is going to be affected. So that's important. Now, hear this. Walking in love, write this down, keeps our faith active. There are many of us who have shut down our faith because of bad belly, because of offense, because of anger, because of unresolved issues that we've always had. That's been a problem. We forget that verse, not before verse. Why do you think Bible says be angry and don't sin with your anger? Because there's a way you take anger too, it will affect your faith. Because you will be walking against your nature. To be angry outside wisdom, uni, uh, wisdom boundary is to go against your nature. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, Everybody listen to me. Everybody look at me. I want to say another moment of truth. Everybody remove your hand from your note. Look at me. Is everybody looking at me? Stop specializing your bad behavior. What did I say? Repeat it again. Say it one more time. Say with me. Say, you know why? It's demonic, it's sensual, and it's natural. Stop specializing your bad behavior. There are some of you say, you know me now. When they say you know me, they are not referring to the knowing of their nature. They are referring to that bad behavior they have carried on for years. Either they are very good at snobbing people, or they are very good at being angry. You, say, you know, so when I verse, my verse is very special. You know when I verse, I need to hear. Are you born again? Have you heard people talk like that before? So you know, say me, when I divest my own, <laughs> oh God, when I divest my things, they scatter. Hey, you are not talking as a believer anymore. Stop specializing bad behavior. Get your mind renewed. 
Say, you know me now. If I don't want to do something, I know they do Have you had people talk like that before? Say, if I don't want to do If I don't want to do I know they do Be very, it's called bad behavior. Everybody say bad behavior. You must not be conformed. When you talk like that, you are being conformed to this world. And the Bible says, be not conformed what? to this world. Say, no, leave me alone. Just, not mine, you don't know me. If I verse, everywhere we just scatter. So because of your specializing, your bad behavior, everybody is afraid of you. They are afraid of your reaction. They are afraid of you. And there are some of us, we have such bad behaviors, it's, it's in our habits. Our habits. Some of the things, we don't want to change it. We will give excuses. Some of us, our bad behavior is our excuses. We permanently give excuses. When we don't want to take responsibility for change, we, we reply with, with excuses. You know, my fault. And at the time when I they wake up, you know, even, even if I go to sleep early, that's six o'clock, it go past. So <laughs> I go past. Pastor, you see me. See, you see where I do so. You know what, fresh? Because they sleep where well, well. Bible says, a little sleep. A little slumber, a little folding of the hand. You say your poverty will come like malicious military. Uh, uh, I, want, I want to say something, but my mouth held it back. Why some people are poor is because they don't know how to control themselves. So stop specializing. There's some of you say, ah, Pastor, my problem and my mouth, God knows that that was my problem. Even you told you say, God knows that that is my problem. You know what you're doing? You are rebelling against your nature. That's not who you are anymore. Did you hear what I said? You used to be that, but because the memory is still in your head, then, then let me tell you what will happen. When you now misbehave, you say, no verse, Pastor, sorry. Now, sorry. You know, anytime I just get, I'm not happy about something, I just, I just lose it. I just, both be delivered. That's not who you are. The more you keep agreeing with that, you are rebelling against your nature. That's not who you are. That's how some men justify beating their wife. So that's not my fault. You know, you know these women say, you know their mouth. Now, you know the way that they talk. They talk like who get diarrhea for mouth. You know they hear. You know they talk anyhow. Then, then, I mean, if you know those kind of women, everybody say that kind of women. You see, when they are telling the man, they will not just talk to the man who they will gesticulate to make it pain the man. How many of you know what I mean by that? Are they following talk? Okay, talk now. How many of you know what I mean? Women, do you know what I mean now? Uh, talk now, are they here? You don't finish? Okay. Shall I stand here and listen to you? <laughs> so you know go to say, I will come out again. <laughs> you don't finish? So can I go? Say yes, go. Okay, no problem. In your presence, they will call the chair. Hey, come on. Accept <laughs> what you just said does not matter. Stop justifying bad behavior. It's against your nature. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just felt some salt start coming. Don't worry, I have the sheet of faith. You can't touch me. Okay, are we, are, we, are we together? Walking in love is walking in Christ, our nature. It is allowing Christ to reveal himself in us and through us. When we walk in love, we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is our nature because they are all in Christ. Stop validating those bad behavior you learned because you left home too early. See, Pastor, don't mind me. You know, I'm not, too, I'm not too chrome. I'm not too chrome because I didn't grow up in my father's house. I was on the street for, uh, when I was very early. So I learned some bad things. Why not learn good one? Your nature has changed. 
Stop valid. Something that happened to you 20 years and you've been born again for 15 years, you are still blaming when you were 7 years, 10 years old, or 15 years old when you left home. Or you are still referring to the heartbreak that somebody gave to you when you were 15 years old. So you see, you know, you know why I don't, I, I, don't, I don't trust men anymore? I, I don't believe in men. I don't believe in men. Because you have no common sense anymore. When you use words, you don't even think through. What, what do you mean by men? How, do you know me? How many of you met? How many of you, do you know all the one in your street? So men, men, men are animals. They are goats. Very stubborn, stupid people. They don't listen. They are referring to somebody who doesn't even have any sense of value that dealt with them 20 years ago. That is not the encyclopedia they are using to judge every other man. Stop specializing bad behavior. It's against your nature. Stop it. The fact that somebody is unkind to you doesn't mean you should be unkind back. Rise higher than that one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, let's, let's, let's continue. When we walk in love, we allow Christ to reveal himself in us and through us. When we walk in love, we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Now, write this down. To be in Christ is to be in love. To be in Christ is to be what? Say that one more time. Why? Because love is the nature of Christ. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Love is what? The nature of Christ. Love is what? Everybody say it. Love is what? I am not, some, of you, the, the, some of you don't want to talk. Can you confess the word so your mind can be renewed? Love is what? Everybody say it loud. I'm telling you because next time when you go for your family meeting and they are provoking you, just remind yourself, my nature is Christ. My nature is love. Because what makes us misbehave is because we don't remind ourselves of what our nature is. We are meditating on what people are doing to us. When you meditate on what people are you will see the imperfection of human beings. And the imperfection of human beings is very selfish, self-centered. It's very vindictive, always trying to get back. So when you see that, it will stir flesh too inside you. But when they hit you, and you remind yourself of your nature, you are reminding yourself of your reality, and that your reality is superior to their reality. Are you hearing me? It does not mean you are stupid. It simply means you are smart, and that you like peace of mind. All this beg, 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 you are doing, hey, wait, 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 wait. they will not carry two of you to the hospital. Hang your legs somewhere else and start, say, what is it? Say, high blood pressure. Why? Because you want to kill yourself. Do you understand that? Can I say this to everyone? There is no benefit in quarreling and fighting. Are you hearing me? Not one. If you are yet to, if you know one benefit, come and tell me. But there is no helpful, there's bad benefit too, but there's no helpful benefit in quarreling, shouting, screaming, fighting everybody, fighting, hey, you go see me today, hey, I go see me, you go see me too, okay, you never see, we go see. What are you saying? What's wrong with you guys? Satan is just messing up your life. Now you wake up, every responsibility, somewhere is paining you, somewhere is your job, something is not working well, you can't sleep very well, even when you sleep, it's as if you were running throughout the night, you can't rest well. Because your mind is not at peace. Because of your husband. So there are some women, when they just turn in and they just see the husband, they just, he's twain. Yeah, yeah, man. So you are Mrs. Yeah, yeah, too, because you are sleeping close to him. 
All these are lies that Satan has sold to our mind. So we can't even, we think because we're imperfect, we can't enjoy ourselves. We can. Because there's a nature on the inside of you that has brought a new reality to your life. A new truth, a new perception, and a new experience. That's the love of God. That's the nature of Christ. The nature of Christ is love. So the goal of the works of the flesh through offense is to deceive the believer with the intent to prevent the believer from walking according to his nature. The devil tries to validate to you that through a misunderstanding you had with your wife or your husband, that's the reason why two of you cannot flow together. And you will not do bad belly to each other for one month. Everybody say bad belly. Yeah. I don't even ashamed. If they video yourself and show yourself, you will deny yourself. You say it's not me. But it's you. You can't have peace. Even when you come to church, your mind is not in one place. You are in, in the, as you are in the church, you are plotting how you will deal with that when you go back to your church from where you live, where you get home. The say, hey, I know say they come here, I will be like this too. <laughs> inside church, inside church. Plotting, yeah, back, back. No, it is otherwise. Hey. Oh, this man, Jesus, we thank you. Hallelujah. You love me too much. Oh, too much. This verse that whips us very bad. So we now become hypocrites. Start pretending and lying to one another. We can't even laugh. You know, some of you I'm preaching, some of you, some of you have not laughed like this in a very long time. You can't even laugh. Something has stolen your joy, locked it up inside you. Joy is part of your nature. So when you walk in love, joy will flow. When you walk in love, peace will flow. When you walk in love, gentility will flow. That's what love is all about. It's not about being mushy mushy. That's not love. You don't understand. That's telemundo love. Walking in love is walking according to your Christ nature. Seeing yourself the way he sees you. Adopting his perception. Stop blaming your foundation. My father didn't tell me. Your father is dead. He's gone. Sorry. It's not finished. You are the one here now. How long will you continue to blame your father? Even though my papa not do me. You know my papa not teach me about money. I've got to make money now. Okay, make it now. Your father is gone. Even if you got me the man, what do you want? Uh, Dola said something. He said some of the daughters, you know, someone came to him and said, Dad, you know this thing they do in America a lot? Father, uh, because there were some things you didn't do for me, and because you didn't do it for me, I didn't turn out the way I should have turned out. The father listened to everything. They wanted. When they finished, he said, Honey, can I tell you something? <laughs> Even my own father didn't give me everything. <laughs> and I'm not perfect. The one I gave you, take it. The one I didn't give you, collect it from Jesus. He said, you can't put that on me. You can't, listen, when, you can't blame people's imperfection for your outcome. Grow up. You have a new nature, a new reality, a new truth, a new perception, a new experience. Experience of God's power and glory. Because the nature of God is backed by the power of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you operate by your nature, the power of God begins to speak in your life. The goal of the work of the flesh is to first of all deceive the believer with the intent to prevent the believer from walking according to his nature. Write this down. Therefore, offenses, write it down, write it down. Offenses are simply antichrist reasoning, feeling, and acting. What did I say? Offenses are what? Antichrist reasoning. So offense is also a mindset. Offense is also an emotion. 
An offense is also a behavior. When you are offended, there is a way you think, there's a way you feel, and there's a way you what? You act or you behave. So write this down. Offenses are antichrist reasoning. There are some of you, you, you don't verse. Some of you, you can, to tell you how bad some of it, it is for some of you, you can get very angry just because they did not take your opinion on a matter. You just get angry. Then you lock up. When I say, no, nothing, nothing, that's okay. So, but I don't tell now what I tell now. No one listen to Rab now. Okay, what is the way out apart from, okay, we didn't take this. Is there any other way out? Because we're looking at not just your opinion, we're looking at the collective interest of what we are doing. Is that not so? Hello? See, when you operate by the love of God, you are always comfortable if they don't take your opinion. Because the fact that they didn't take your opinion does not mean you are not valuable. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It doesn't mean you are not important. It doesn't mean you are not accepted. If you are thinking that way, you've stopped operating by your nature. You've rejected your truth, which is Christ. You've rejected your perception, which is Christ. You've rejected your experiences, which is who? Christ. So even if they reject your opinion, you're cool. Because it doesn't change God's love. Nothing anybody does to you that, that, that is strong enough to downgrade God's love for you. Did you hear what I said? The insult of your husband is not strong enough to change God's love for you. Are you hearing me? So stop holding that thing inside your mind. The insult of your husband, it can, look, your father is God. It's your heavenly father, not your husband. So the, when you see some perfections, just see them through Jesus. What did I say? See them through who? Through Christ. And when you see them through Christ, you release the power of God on him. That's what you do. You release God's power on him. The Holy Ghost power takes over. And when God takes over, if God will have to give him a Damascus experience, he will give him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If he has to visit him in the dream like he did to Abimelech, he will visit him. But you have to give God a basis of love to get involved in your case. But if you don't walk in love, you're telling God, I can do it on my own. No worry, God. I will give him bad belly. I will do him bad belly. I go tie him for my mind. I go lock him inside. I go do him like this. That's what you're doing. You're rebelling. When you agree with your nature, you agree with God's power. And two cannot work together except they what? Agree. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Why did you say, bless those that curse you? Is it because God is not concerned about their causes? He is. But the power of the blessing is stronger than a cause. Because in the spirit realm, you cannot cause what is blessed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when somebody says, you know, go better for you, you know what you say? You say, I bless you. Once you say you bless him, let me tell you what you did. You've nullified what he said. Are you hearing me? Not only have you nullified, you've established the dominion of your advantage over what he said. In the blessing, God alone takes the responsibility to bless those who bless you and to curse those who curse you, not you. You don't have enough credibility for that. There are too many things you don't know. If you were during the days, like I said, of Saul, when he was killing people, you would put curses on him. But you never knew that the one you were cursing was a great apostle that was going to write more than half of the New Testament. Will you, will you see that one? If you were a relative of Stephen, will you not rain fire on him, carry a scripture to prayer meeting, and speak fire on top of his head? Fire curses. Your generation to the fifth generation will die. And nothing will be better for you. Will you not do that? That's what you would do as a human being. 
But when you operate in the love of God, you see from God's eye. It doesn't mean you ignore or you're a fool. No, you are taking side with God to deal with the matter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can, can, can you write this down, everybody, before I pray? Stop fighting for yourself. What did I say? That's what the Holy Ghost is putting in my heart to tell some of you. Stop. You fought enough. Stop fighting for yourself. The only fight you are asked to fight is the good fight of faith. And the good fight of faith is 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14. Thanks be unto God who, who, who always causes me to triumph in Christ and makes manifest through me the savour of his knowledge in every place. Romans 8 37. If God be for me, who can be against me? Stop fighting. You're fighting the wrong fight. That's why you're getting stressed. That's why you're getting angry. You can't even, you can't, oh, hallelujah. When you wake up and say, Father, what a beautiful day. Thank God for today. You are always thinking of problem, problem, problem. Hey, problem, problem. You're fighting the wrong fight. You are stressed. You can't even be thankful. The, the, the arrangement of God will pass you. You won't see it because you are upset. Eh? What, what is it? Who is, who is doing you? Bible said the wicked run it when no one... Are you a wicked person? That's why your prayers are not being answered. Because you're walking against your nature. That's why offense are antichrist reasoning. Whenever you notice the way you are thinking is entering... All the listing of offenses, each of them potentially are a mindset emotion and behavior so when you notice that your thinking is now falling under the borders of those listing under offense they know that you are in the flesh you are not in the spirit are you hearing what i'm saying you're operating by the flesh you are in the spirit but you're operating by the flesh offense is also an emotion it's a way of, uh, there's a way offense wants you to feel it's a toxic emotion a deadly one that's why when you are not happy there's a way it shows on your chemistry According to biology, there are certain hormones or chemicals that are uh, that released in the body when you are not happy. That's why blood pressure goes up because the blood pressure is reacting. You are putting extra pressure that is not supposed to carry. Is that also? That's when you worry, your blood pressure goes up because you're not built to worry. Your blood pressure is rebelling against what you're doing and telling you that you are doing something that God did not build you to handle. That's what is going on. Why sickness? Sickness is man trying to function without God's help. That's why it's called sickness and disease. So the Holy Ghost, I should tell you, rise up on your face. Stop fighting for yourself. What did I say? Stop thinking people are taking advantage of you and they are misunderstanding you. You are fighting for yourself. You don't have what it takes to fight for it. There are things you can't see. There are things you cannot touch. There, there are realities that are beyond your understanding and your experience. So Stop! Fighting for yourself. Lift your hands and begin to talk to God. We're continuing the second service. Uh, the Holy Ghost gave, when Spirit gave me this, I, I, I felt such, such presence of God's love yesterday like I've never felt before. We're going to take it to the next level and do in the second service. Pray. Lord, say, Lord, I repent from fighting myself. Just pray that. Bring out your offering quickly. I repent from fighting for myself. I repent. I repent. This battle has never... Thank you for joining us today. Your generosity helps us to take this message to the ends of the earth. You can give on our website at www.therefugehc.org. So go ahead and click on the link in the description. Remember to subscribe to hear more messages like this.